Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hey, Course Wizards. It's Christopher Maselli and Amit Aurora. How are you doing today, Amit? I am excellent, Chris. How about you? I'm doing well, and I'm excited about today's podcast because this is actually a little bit of a departure from what we usually do um, because you have a launch coming up, a course launch coming up. And so what we thought we'd do is we're going to go through and look at the pre-launch strategies that you have created for your upcoming course launch and just kind of talk through them because I think you've done a stellar job putting together some really good ideas here. So um, let's, let's start off by tell us just briefly what the course is about and then bring us into your approach. Your, I know you've got an extensive approach to how you're doing this. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, stellar job on paper. We'll see if it actually translates to revenue. <laughs> <laughs> it should. It should. So, so yeah, context, right? A context is we spoke in our last episode about should you have a blog? And I mentioned how through one medium blog, I have collected over 5,000 emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I first started collecting those emails, frankly, I had nothing to give them. But then I created a $17 product through which I have garnered about 12 grand in income over two years, period of two years. So not not bad, right? Good. Not bad. I mean, it, it really goes to show that you don't have to create something super complicated or, or overly complex in order to make an impact and make a little bit of return on your investment, huh? Yep. And now I got to thinking, what else can I sell them? Like, I know they're buying from me. What else can I sell them? And I realized that we have talked about this. People love to pay money to learn someone else's journey. To And that's what everyone is buying courses for, right? To shortcut yep. their journey. So I'm like, duh, I've been working for this company for two years as a consultant. How about I teach people how to be a consultant and do what I do on a day-to-day basis? So we've talked about this in past episodes. I've been working on that course. It's almost done. It's about 90. The course itself is about 100% done, but the other moving pieces are close to 90 to 95% done. So I figured, you know, now might be a good time to talk about my pre-launch strategy as part one. And then once I finally launch, we'll come back and see how I did, which strategy worked, which one didn't work, and give our listeners kind of like a case study. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. So for anyone who's listening and wants to get a real good bird's eye view of this, uh, Ahmed has actually created a uh, diagram of his approach for everything that he's doing here. And we're going to put a link to that diagram. It's completely free. You don't even have to put in an email or anything to download it so that you can follow along if you want to follow along. You don't have to have the diagram to follow along, but sometimes it's nice to have something visual to go along with. So check out the show notes for that. All right, go ahead, Ahmed. Yeah. So first things first, start with a quality product, right? That's a given, Uh, but it's always a good reminder. Painstakingly put hours and hours into creating the content for this course. The hard part is hiding all my client details because my company usually signs an NDA and I don't want (laughs) me to get in trouble or my company to get in trouble. So that's the first thing. And and, and just... Just to be clear, your quality product is a course here, right? I mean, you're you're not talking about creating a widget. Yes, <laughs> you've yes. created a course. That's your product to 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 yep. give your knowledge to to others, and it's people that you know will automatically be interested in this because it's connected to what they to the quiz they purchased from you before. Yes, 
And yeah. so out of those 5,000 people, all not all 5,000 are purchasers. We have some, like maybe 1,000 of them who purchase. The other 4,000 are just leads. Mm, that's interesting. Two different groups here, right? Cohorts. Mm-hmm. I have the purchasers who I'm going to send emails, but I also have those who haven't purchased anything. They just wanted the freebie that I was giving. So I'm going to give them both the same messaging because I I don't want to complicate my email marketing system. I want to keep it simple. Good for you, though, for collecting those names and having a way to gather names of other people who are definitely interested in your subject, even if they didn't make a purchase from you. They are still very interested, and you know that because otherwise they wouldn't have come to the page and given you their email in the first place, right? That that, that was your that was your um, your key to to that. So that's great. Yep. And then the second thing I'm doing is ready, aim, fire. Instead of ready, fire, aim, I used to be ready, fire, aim, you know, just start firing from the hip and then slowly change my aim to (laughs) hit the target. With this course, I'm taking the approach of ready, get ready first, get everything ready. I know it's going to take me longer, but it's going to be an asset that's going to generate me, hopefully, lots of lots of money uh, and also impact a lot of lives. Uh, So I want to have everything ready. And when I say everything, what does that mean? I want to have my automated webinar ready. I want to have my emails ready that'll go out to warm people up to this webinar. Then I want to have my post webinar email sequence ready. What happens if they buy? What happens if they don't buy? If they buy, everything is well and good. But if they don't buy, then I want to send them into a different journey where I add some urgency. So I have that ready, aim, fire done. Again, almost. And then with that, I, I know you're creating some ads too for this. Are you preparing those ahead of time or are you going to do those on the fly? I'm going to prepare them ahead of time. So actually, let's get into my flow now. So my flow, I have it open again. We'll share this image with our listeners. I've created five different columns, which I call my five pillars. And some of this, I, I should have done the Jeff Walker launch formula. I hear about it all the time, but I didn't bother looking into it. I'm like, this is the approach that I'm going to take. I'm pretty sure parts of it is from that, but I'm just learning from other uh, internet marketers, other course creators. I'm just concentrating all that knowledge into this. So pillar number yeah, one good. is my 5,000 people mailing list. I'm going to put them in a warm-up sequence, which will be six e- six to seven emails leading up to the webinar. And then I will then tag them. Did they attend the webinar or did they not attend the webinar? And based on that, I'll send follow-up messaging. Uh, so the goal is to drive them to that automated webinar. And if they purchase, tag them with that purchased uh, tag. If not, then send them into a different follow-up email, 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 <laughs> follow-up email, <laughs> where I will kind of hit them with the urgency that, listen, the price is going up. This price won't be available anymore. And then I'll be using Thrive Ultimatum for that to use the countdown timers and then redirect them to a page which shows the price increase. Okay. So just to recap, this is pretty straightforward. You're taking your mailing list and you're going to put them in an email sequence that's going to drive them to a webinar. And then depending on how they respond to the webinar, they may get more emails or or, or they may purchase, right? Yep. Yeah. Good. Perfect. Pillar number two, what happens to the people that I send emails to? Well, we know industry standard open rates of emails is notoriously low. But I still have these 5,000 people. I can't afford to lose them. I, I've you know, worked hard to collect them. So I'm going to create an audience of these 5,000 people in Facebook. In Facebook's uh, ad manager, I'm going to go, I'm going to say, hey, create an audience of these 5,000 people, not a lookalike. This is my pillar number two. Create an audience of these 5,000 people. So similarly, 
I will bombard them with Facebook ads. So they are seeing me in their inbox and they are seeing me on Facebook. Now, out of my 5,000 people, maybe 10% will open. What is that, 500? What about the other 4,500? Well, they are on Facebook. So I want to continue to show them this ad to get to the webinar. Okay, this is interesting. So we're calling it a separate pillar, but really it's just an extension of what you're doing for the first one. So while you're sending them those emails, you're also at the same time going to be sending them ads for the same thing on Facebook. So they're getting hit in two places with the same thing. Yep. And originally I put in there that I'm going to send them to the sales page, but I think I'm going to play around with it and see which one gives me better results, either to the sales page or to the webinar. Yeah, I was going to say, you could just send those to the webinar also. Yeah. So that's the goal. So that's pillar number two. Pillar number three mm-hmm. is take that 5,000 people and tell Facebook, go find lookalike. Make a couple of million uh, people lookalike audience. Start running ads to these the cold traffic. Definitely send them to the webinar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so so just to recap this again, I'm, I'm going to recap each step of the way here, Amit, because yep. if, especially if you don't have this diagram in front of you, you may be trying to follow. So basically, first step is send everyone in a sequence of emails that get them to go to a webinar and ultimately the sales page. Number two, also send uh, uh, them ads on Facebook. Okay, so the same audience. Then number three, create a similar audience on Facebook, what they call a lookalike audience that basically behaves in the same way and send them ads about this because we know they'd be interested too. And just as a side note, Amit and I will plan to do an upcoming episode on Facebook ads and lookalike audiences. So if, if all that is new to you and you're not sure what all that means, be looking out. We'll, we'll do that in the coming days. Yep. And then, so, so far you got it right. Everything, what you recapped is perfect. Pillar number four, And Russell Brunson talks about this in his uh, Traffic Secrets books. And he might have talked about it in his other books too called the Dream 100. Uh, Dream 100 are who are the people in your niche that that you aspire to be like? Who are those Dream 100? And that's what I've started doing. I have started reaching out to YouTubers, bloggers, Udemy instructors who are teaching the same subject, Salesforce. Mm. And I want to partner up with them. It's a win-win for both of us. They have an audience they get free money. They obviously want to make money. That's why they are on those platforms. I am offering them an affiliate commission if they promote my product to their audiences. Mm, In fact, I have a call today when we are recording this with one of them who I hope to partner with. That's good. And, and, you know, while you're partnering with them, that's a great time, especially if they're well known in your community, to go ahead and get some social proof of what they think about your course and that sort of thing. So you can use their quotes and and maybe even do webinars with them and their audience and really start to get uh, things churning there. Yep. And to get all that details, I didn't sit there and go through each and every person's YouTube channel. I hired my VA, told him, listen, Go to through, here are the keywords, search for every channel, every Udemy course, every podcast, every blog that you can find, find that person's contact details and created a Google spreadsheet and just put them in there. And then I started reaching out to them and I, this was a one-to-one, like there was no automation to reach out. I But what I did is I created a free HubSpot account. Uh, they give you unlimited free contacts and unlimited free emails and I connected that HubSpot account with my email, which is like IMAP or POP3 email or whatever the heck it's called. 
and now i can send emails from within my hubspot account why would i want to do that because hubspot allows you to create automated follow up tasks they even have email templates you can load which merge the fields so almost like an email marketing system but it's more of a crm Mm. This is what I think is going to set you out apart from others is that so many people, when they create courses, they'll email their list. They might even do ads on Facebook, but you're going that step further and you're saying, I'm going to find who else has been very successful out there and I'm going to tap into their list and give them things that will benefit their followers and then they in turn will help me. And so this is, I think this is really going to set you apart. And I think it's great that you're doing that. This, this is something to keep in the back of your mind. If you're creating a course, you want to start linking up with others who do the same thing. And you think about it. You've already put in all the hard work. Yeah. It's not like you're building physical products here that you're, you're that are going to cut into your margins. You've created a digital product. You've given it an arbitrary number that I want to <laughs> sell it for X dollars that you just pulled out of thin air. Uh, hopefully you did your research. Will It Fly is a good book by Pat Flynn who, in which he talks about it. But now what does it matter if you have to give up 30, 40% of your revenue to someone who has 10,000 extra people on their list that you didn't? you could never have got that revenue if it wasn't for them anyways. That's right. It's the difference between you'd have nothing extra or you at least get 60%, right? Because you're yeah. giving just 40% to them. So yeah, don't think of it as losing money. Think of it as making money. Exactly. And then uh, finally, pillar number five is I'm actually going to create another podcast. And in this podcast, <laughs> I have I work in a consulting firm that has 10,000 plus employees. Now, not all 10,000 work in the same niche as me, but you figure about out of those 10,000, we have at least a thousand consultants who are working on this Salesforce platform. So I have that network to reach out to and conduct interviews and it's going to be a John Lee Dumas style podcast where it'll be the same set of questions to different people. Through this podcast, I will drive a few things, right? Uh, I'll create authority and I'll be using my course uh, and drive people to that course from the podcast where we'll I'll just do a sponsorship message in the beginning and at the end of the course saying, hey, if you want to learn how to become a Salesforce consultant, join my course. So that's the final thing that I'm going to do. One thing I did so, fail to mention, I'll come back to it once you uh, say what you were going to say. Well, I was just going to say, so by your creating this podcast, essentially what you're doing is making your course evergreen and making it so that it's not just this one launch. The one launch here is going to bring drive a lot of people immediately, but creating a podcast over time where you continually talk about the course and get more and more people to come to it, it keeps it to where the course is alive. And two years from now, you could still be selling this one course that you you know spent a couple months creating and just enjoying the profits from it. Yep. Well, more than a couple of months. I think I yeah, put like yeah, seven, eight sure. months. But again, it's a labor, uh, it's a labor intensive task. If you want to create a product that's going to continue to generate income for you. Uh, the final pillar that I'm going to add here, hopefully final, it could be more. Pillar number six that I didn't talk about is I, I collected 5,000 leads, right? Even though I collected 5,000 leads, I am guaranteeing you more than 5,000 people landed on that landing page where I was collecting emails. Mm, yeah. Guess what I have on that landing page? A Facebook pixel. So mm. I can create another audience, which I say, create an audience of everyone who has landed on my page. And that That's becomes really my good. pillar number six. I didn't mention that. So other than your mailing list, you have those people who are coming to your landing page and bouncing. 
uh, not everyone is giving you an email. So what are you doing with that data? Well, the pixel is capturing that data, always listening, always on the ready. So when you're ready to create your ads, go in your ads manager and say, okay, now I'm going to create an audience of everyone who has visited this page in the last 30, 60, 90, 180 days. I think 180 is the max you can go. After that, the relevance kind of dies, right? Because no one, no one even remembers your page from yesterday. But at least you can create that audience. Not only can you create that audience, then you can take that audience and create a lookalike audience of that audience. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can keep going down the hole there. That That's awesome though. So let me recap this whole diagram and, and your whole uh, plan here, because I think that this is, uh, this is really well thought out and uh, I'm interested to see how it goes. So just in short, the first thing I'm just going to do is he's going to take this mailing list that he has of people who have um, uh, purchased from him before on this subject. He's going to send them a series of emails, driving them to a webinar that's automated, and then eventually the sales page for this new course. At the same time he does that, he's also going to send them ads on Facebook, because you in Facebook, you can do that. You can take that email list you've got, send it to Facebook, and they will put ads on those people's pages. Then on the third thing you're going to do is you're going to create an audience that looks just like that audience that behaves in the same way, because Facebook knows how everyone behaves. <laughs> and you're going to send ads to them also so that they can get into this, into this flow. And then next, and this is where I think you're starting to get it super smart, you're going to partner with affiliates and you're going to offer them a little bit of the pie if they will go ahead and let their audience know about what, what you this course here and they'll make money and you'll make money and everyone will be happy and it'll be great value for their people. And then finally, you're going to make this a bit more evergreen by creating a podcast and having interviews and all that sort of thing to continually drive people to this course. Thank you. Got it. And that then the latest up? one. Yeah. And then the latest one I added is to create a lookalike audience of people who landed on my page, but didn't give me a email. Yes. Yes. So, well, I, uh, I really look forward to seeing how this goes and we will have that for sure in a follow-up here coming soon. Yep. And what we're going to do is in the next follow-up episode, we'll talk about the tech stack part. So you heard my strategy, but now in the next one, we're going to talk to you about what is the tech stack I'm using to do all this, to deliver everything? That sounds great. Let's let's plan that and go ahead and listen in over the next couple of weeks to find that. All right. So I think you did a recap, so I don't need to. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Meanwhile, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We hope this has been helpful. I know it's a little different than what we normally do, but if you enjoyed it, go ahead and uh, rate the podcast on your favorite platform, subscribe to it on your favorite platform. And meanwhile, let's see how Amit's doing and check in every week together. Sound good? Sounds like a plan, Chris. <laughs> Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Uh, keep creating. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.